You are listening to the CMC Podcast. Join us each week for messages designed to equip, inspire, and motivate. And now for today's message from Pastor Tim Brooks. Got a note uh, that I wanted to pass on to you this week from uh, Alvin Anderson, our missionary in Honduras. For over 20 years, our church sends money every month into this mission. And I just want you to know, he says, in spite of the pandemic here in Honduras, we continue the privilege of ministering to the people here through the gospel message, acts of love and serving. Weekly, we feed 550 kids at four of our care counseling centers. All seven of our churches are growing well. Every Wednesday, we take food, the gospel, and lots of love to more than 100 people who live on the streets or depend on the streets for their livelihood. Now, that's people who are living under the buildings and eating out of the dumpsters. Uh, For those who have been down there with us, the streets are a difficult place. If he's not doing enough, after much thought and prayer, my plans are to begin monthly conferences for pastors in leadership in rural areas within a 50-mile radius of Tugulsigapi. Alvin writes, During the years I've served in Nicaragua twice, Belize, in the past 25 years I've been here in Honduras, 41 years later, I still fail to understand why folks talk about the great sacrifice that I've made. On the contrary, I think of what a privilege I have been given. We deeply love and appreciate all of you. You're having an impact in Honduras today. So Alvin says, thank you to all that do. And every, you know, when you come and give in these baskets, this is what's happening in Honduras. And you're feeding a lot of kids, educating kids and seeing kids get saved in Honduras. It's, it's great to be a part and you need to know that. Are you ready for the word today? The title of today's message is The Reason Is. The Reason Is. It's going to be a game changer for many folks today. So many places in the Bible that we could turn. In fact, the entire Bible is about the fact that God wants to change us. God wants to change us. Corinthians, from one degree of glory to the next. Romans, a transformation of our minds. Galatians, we no longer live as the Gentiles live. Ephesians, being changed into his image, on and on and on and on. We could read passages of scripture that talk about putting off the old nature, putting on the new nature. On and on we read, God wants to change us. The Christian life itself is about the old passing away, a death to that old nature. And many of you in here could wave your hands and and say, Tim, I look back on that old man and I can't even... It's like a different person. It was like a different world. I don't even remember living like that. That's so far removed from who I am today. That's a passing away of an old nature, a walking into a new nature. God wants to change us from our old nature to our new nature. Since this is God's objective, clearly the devil's against that. The devil's against that. The devil wants you and I living in a rut and staying right where we are. And I want our church to, I want you to live your life knowing we will never have more doing the same thing. All of us have heard over and over the definition of insanity, doing the same thing and praying for different results. That's insanity. You just keep doing the same thing, but you're praying for different results. All of us pray for health. 
We're all praying for finances. We're all praying for a closer relationship with the Lord. If I interviewed everyone in here, everybody would say, yeah, I, just, I would like to be stronger in my faith. I'd like to be closer to the Lord. Well, the devil doesn't want us doing that. The devil wants us to continue to do the same thing that we have always done day after day after day. Think the same, act the same, talk the same, and you continue to pray for different results in your life. Here's what's tragic right now. This is tragic. We've got many of our leading pastors of mega churches across the nation preaching that Jesus loves you and accepts you just like you are. Well, to that, I say amen. Absolutely, 100%, amen, amen, amen. But then they go on and lead the thinking that God accepts you and loves you like you are, and he leaves you there, and that you living in your sin is okay with God. Nowhere in the Bible do we read that. Nowhere in God's word do we read that. There is to be a passing away of an old nature and a putting on of a new nature. Your old nature is not an alternative lifestyle that's okay with God. God does not leave us in our sin. Why? Because sin kills, steals, and destroys. God doesn't leave, okay, you're okay. When you're not okay, that's going to destroy you. And I want you to crucify that. And then come to live anew in me. Yes, he accepts us right where we are. But then he calls us out of darkness into light. Well, the question is, why don't we change? Since that is the essence of Christianity, that is the essence of our faith, then why don't we change? Now, I want you to think about this. What we're doing is not producing what we want That's why we're praying for different to happen. You're praying for something to happen in your life right now because it's not happening in your life right now. Well, why are we not jumping at change? Why do we not jump and embrace change? The title of today's message is, The Reason Is. Why don't we change? Well, the reason is. Before a friend who loves you, And you have shared with your friend what you're praying for. Before a friend who wants to help you achieve what you're praying for, before your friend can get an entire sentence out of their mouth, you've interrupted with the reason is that won't work for me. Well, the reason is, well, the reason is. See, I can't do that. The reason is. See, that won't work for me. The reason is. See, the reason is is why we're not changing so that we can get a hold of our prayers being answered in our life. Now, here we go. We all do this. The reason is what you're telling me won't work. Okay, you tell me you're praying for a closer relationship with God. Tim, I just, I want a closer relationship with God. So just in conversation, I say, you know, you might try getting up 30 minutes earlier. Oh, no, no, no. Now, in the morning, see, in the morning, that's my busy time, and I've got to get the kids, and I've got to do lunch, and then I've got to get my husband. And then, see, I, I, I hadn't even finished my sentence, and you've interrupted. The reason I can't do that is, you tell me I'm praying for a financial breakthrough. I want a financial breakthrough this year, and I'm praying for that. So, just in conversation, 
I just say, well, you know, you might cut back on going out to eat for lunch every day and taking the, no, well, now, see, we can't, I got it. And the reason is, see, the reason I do that is because that's my time and that's my only time to see the reason it. I mean, we're just talking here. You tell me, I've just got to lose weight and I've got to get healthier. So, I mean, we're just here and I said, well, you know, you might want to watch your carbs and don't eat a lot of fried foods. So, well, I'm just telling you what now, right now, I can't exercise because of my knee and my back. And, my, and I, that sugar-free stuff, I hate that sugar-free stuff. I can't eat oh, that, oh, that sugar-free stuff. See, the reason is, here's what you just told me you're praying for before I get halfway in a sentence. I'm, come on, everybody knows this. And we're all guilty. There is a reason that you just not, you're not going to do what has to be done to walk in what you're praying for. Let me say that again. In the Greek, here's what that means. There is a reason you just will not do what has to be done for you to walk in what you're praying for. It's just a rut-keeping habit. Nobody can tell you anything. Now, let me stop right here and say, this is the hardest message I have ever preached in my whole life to get across. Because for everyone in here, you're all excited about this message and you already know who you hope is listening. <laughs> Amen. You're already thinking of who you're going to send this podcast to. You can't tell my friend nothing. See, I bet they can tell you right now, it won't work for them. You're not going it's a hard one to get a hold of. I'm just going to ask all of us for the next couple of weeks to just monitor ourselves and ask ourselves, are we say, do we always have an excuse as to why this can't happen, this won't work, that'll never happen, this isn't getting done, why I can't finish this, why I can't accomplish that? See, the reason is, the reason is, we're here in this daily and here's where we are right now. I want to talk to us as a church because here's where we are in this day and time we're living in. Here's where we are right now. There's just no people to hire. Our government is paying people every week to stay at home and they're making more money not work. There's nobody to hire. Well, I'm hearing that everywhere except your competition's hiring people. Have you noticed? Your competition has people working for them. Uh, how are they getting cooks and plumbers and secretaries? See, you can't get done what you're praying for because you can't hire anybody. Well, except some are hiring people. See, the reason is you just can't order parts. Well, some people are ordering parts. Now, it, it may take 10 weeks to get the parts in. Well, the best thing for you to do is order 12 weeks early. I mean, you're gonna have to, see, we're going to have to make a change. We're going to have to start thinking ahead. We're going to have to figure out how to be successful and blessed and prosperous and God's hand of blessings on us in the midst of where we are right now. The reason is, is the kids. The reason is, is your husband or your wife. The reason is, is your finance. See, that won't work in my situation because the reason is. You want to be closer to the Lord. You want a deeper prayer life. But there is a reason 
you can't spend 15 minutes each morning reading the Word and praying. See, there is a reason that you can't listen to Sunday morning's podcast on the way to work, listen to that same sermon on the way home from work, listen to that same sermon on Tuesday morning to work, listen to that same sermon on Tuesday afternoon home. If you will listen to Sunday morning's message 10 times that week, you'll be surprised at how your mind will begin to be transformed. How you're th- oh, You hear it one time, all you can do know is whether you kind of liked it or not, and by the time you get in the parking lot, you can't tell anybody what it was about. But if you listen to it on the way to work and coming home, and on the way to work and coming home, by the end of the week, you'll have that message in your heart. See, there's a reason that you just can't get in your car and not have anything playing. And just silently drive all the way to work, meditating the scripture that you read this morning in your quiet time. And you think about that all the way to work, all the way to work. And you think about that verse all the way home. See, you meditate the word in quietness as you drive your car. No, I can't, no, I can't do that. I just can't stand that silence. Oh, that silence, I just can't do it. See, there's a reason you can't do that. I get it. The devil has you. Now, I know you're probably, or hopefully you're not cooking meth in a house trailer out in the woods somewhere. But the devil still got you. You're in a rut. See, you're right where you are in this rut, and you're praying for this to happen this year. You're praying for that to happen this year, but you've made no changes in your life to have that happen for you. Have you noticed in the midst of right where we are right now, other people's finances are are going good? Right now, some people's health is improving. Right now, in the midst of this, some people's relationship with the Lord is growing right here in the midst. Oh, you can't do anything the way it is now. Well, except for some people are being really blessed right now. Except for some people are really doing well right now. What changes do you need to make for you to get over in this answered prayer situation? Terry and I are praying for health. We're praying for health. We're praying for health. I don't know why we stopped, but I was taking C, D, and zinc last year. I'm taking that. I don't know why we stopped. I guess I thought sickness was over. Nobody was ever going to be sick again. I don't know, I, but we didn't stop. So I'm praying for health, praying for health, praying for health. And I thought, hold on. I need to get back. And I, well, we got back in the cabinet. I got my C out, my D out, my zinc out. I got it set up here. You know, I'm not going to pray for health and keep eating honey buns and drinking Mountain Dews. Now, we're going to have to make a change here, folks. We're going to have to make a change in our life to see what we're praying for take place in our life. And I got to make a change. So I, wait a minute, if I'm going to pray for this, then here's what I'm going to do. We're just addressing a problem today, and this problem plagues all of us. It's a real problem for all of us. And, and, and I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands because I don't want you to lie. But how many times... Have you heard a sermon and wished so-and-so could hear it? Here's what you don't know is, so-and-so heard that same sermon and wished you could have heard it. Now, uh, please don't get me wrong. We got to share the word. I love the fact that many of you share these podcasts. You share these with your friends. You have to hear this message. Many of you share them with your staff, your coworkers. Uh, We got to share the word. I'm not talking about not sharing the word, but I'm just talking about always hearing the word 
and thinking about who else needs this instead of our thought being, God, what do I need to change as a result of what I've just heard here? What change do I need to make in my own life? We just don't see the fact that we need to change when we hear God's word, the reason is. See, we all have a reason is. Now, you're the only one in the world that has this reason. Everybody else needs to get up and read their word 15 minutes earlier, but the reason is you can't, and it's a legitimate reason. Okay, I understand. Here we are, Christians, saved, don't grow, don't mature, don't develop in our faith, all because we have justified in our minds the reason is for me. Now, I know, I know, I know, all the members of this church know our entire walk with the Lord is about change. It's about change. But we got to make change. We got to put off the old. We got to put on the new. We've got to wash our minds in the word. And I just don't have time today to even think about reading even part of the scriptures that are throughout the Bible on calling us to change. I'm just telling our church, make sure you don't buy into what some of these pastors are saying that are saying to you, God accepts you and he loves you right where you are and you can stay right where you are. That's not scriptural and that's not what we're teaching here at this place. A quote I read, it says, excuse has has become so common in our society today, it has become a style of communication. Wow. Excuse has become so common in our world today that it has become a style of communication that we communicate with excuses. Excuses. There's just excuses for not doing, not finishing, not accomplishing, not turning in, not having, not finishing this project, not making this happen. Not, see, we, excuse has become a style of communication. Now, listen to this. Very interesting. Webster's Dictionary gives the, the, the definition of excuse. An act of releasing oneself from an obligation, duty, or responsibility. See, why didn't you? See, it wasn't me. Here's the reason why that now I'm off the hook. See, we give an excuse as to why this isn't getting done, why this isn't being finished, why this isn't being accomplished, why hadn't it, what's the, well, they did, well, he, well, she did, well, I had her and I'm going to get, and I'm, but why, I need to have a talk with them. See, you releasing yourself of the responsibility as to why didn't this get done? Why aren't we making this happen in our life? Church, we've got to refuse this reason is. And it's a rut And right now, where our country is, we are just full of the reason is. I mean, we are full of it. Help wanted signs, now hiring. We're just full of there's a reason why we can't be blessed, why we can't be prosperous, why we can't be successful, why we aren't seeing our prayers answered, why things aren't happening for us. I'm just going to be straight up with you since I'm already into this. I, I didn't vote for this president. I disagree with much of this party's platform that is very anti-biblical. I disagree with the anti-biblical premise of this platform. But here's where we are. And you're going to have to shut up about all that. 
and prosper in the midst of it. So we, we, uh, you're going to have to stop. Have you heard this? Have you seen this? I'm tired of hearing all that. God wants to bless me today. God wants to exceedingly, abundantly, more than I can ask, more than I can think. And I have looked at that scripture and looked at that scripture and looked at that scripture. And it has nothing to do with who's living in the White House. Come on, it doesn't. When God said he has exceedingly, abundantly more than you can ask, unless, yeah, gummit. That's not the scripture. God don't say gummit at the end of the scripture. I didn't know he was going to get in. All right. I didn't vote this way. But here's where we are, and here's what I'm telling you today. I'm going to fulfill God's call on my life. I'm going to do what my part is to do. I'm not folding because somebody else didn't do what I... Are you hearing this? God's call is still on your life to do what he's called you to do. To fulfill. You are important to somebody tomorrow. There's something you got to do. There's something you have to accomplish. There's someplace you got to go. Now, we're going to have to go and get that done regardless of the gas passes, regardless of COVID, regardless of who lives in the White House. It may require me to do different. It may require me to change. It may require me to do it a little different, but I'm still going to walk in the blessings that God's got for me. I'm going to live an overcoming, happy, wonderful, blessed life, and I'm not going to be miserable waiting till the next election cycle to be blessed. I'm just going to go ahead and be blessed right now. I don't know if you've noticed this, but others' building is booming. Others have businesses growing. Others are getting parts. Some people have electricians and plumbers and cooks and waiters showing. Some people are making money. That's going to be me. That's going to be me in the midst of all this. Everybody's got a reason is. And if you opt to use it, are you hearing? Everybody's got a reason is. And if you opt to use it, this president or this COVID or your dad or your mom or back when you were in the womb, or you're too tall, or you're too short, or an accident left you with this, or you've been diagnosed with this. See, everybody's got a reason is, if you opt to use it, it'll kill your life. It's life killing for all of us. All it does is take the pressure off of you. It takes the responsibility off of you because the reason is. Church, we've got to push beyond the reason is, and we've got to walk in what we're praying for. Those diagnosed with ADD might have to change. Just get in a room with nothing in it, no windows, and read your homework in there. Those diagnosed with dyslexia, others will read their assignment in 20 minutes. It'll take you two hours. Well, you need to get started early. But you still got it to read and you still got it to do. Those that have a limp, cut you a stick, put it up under your arm, and let's roll. We got things we got to do. See, God's birthed you. He's given you things that you've got to accomplish this week. It's God's will. It's God's plan. It's God's purpose to bless you with life and life more abundant. Jesus said in John 10, I came that you might have life and life more abundant. And it has no COVID clause in there. 
It has no gas price clause in there. He came that you might have life and have life more abundant. And there is no clause in there for anything. Come on, let's walk in what God has for us. I didn't vote for this, but here's where we are. Here's the time we're in. Now, answer the call of God that's on your life. You live in peace, you live in joy, and you get it done. You live productive. See, it's the pressure of responsibility that causes one to produce. But when you can find a reason is, then it takes that responsibility off of you. And so he and she and I told them, well, I told them, well, I'm waiting on him to call me back. I ne- don't ever say I'm waiting on them to call me back. Nobody ever calls anybody back. Just call them every 30 minutes yourself. Don't ever say, stop saying, well, I'm waiting. I called him three days ago. I'm waiting on him to call me back. I don't wait on nobody to call me back. Well, I'll call you back. You won't have to because in 15 minutes, I'm going to call you back. Our society is just in a dangerous place. Individuals are in a dangerous place right now because we are like no other time in history just handed the reason is. We're just handed the reason is. And we just got a lot of folks with feeling no sense of responsibility because the reason is. Parents, let's get this out of our children's vocabulary very early. I don't want to hear why you didn't clean up your room. I don't want to hear why you didn't get your assignment done. I don't want to, well, well, I told, well, the reason, well, so-and-so came up. I told you to clean up your room and I wanted it clean. And your answer is yes, I'll get it done. See, I don't want, let's get, let's just shape our kids' vocabulary right now where excuse is not a part of their vocabulary. Come on, let's shape our kids' thinking right now where they don't have a quick, the reason is this didn't happen for me. There's a reason, there's an excuse why this is not done, why this is not being done, and why this can't be done. James chapter 1 verse 22. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourself. For if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away, but forget what you look like. Verse 25. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says, and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. See, God will bless you for doing it. And an excuse doesn't get it done. God blesses you for doing it. I don't know if I just think about weird things, but I I think about this all the time. I think about this all the time. And I think about it probably at three o'clock in the morning when I go to the bathroom. You know, old people, they get up two or three times a night and go to the bathroom. I think about this, how weird it is to go to the bathroom in the house. Don't, don't you think about that all the time? For thousands of years, nobody would ever think of going to the bathroom in the house. You go outside to do that. You don't do that in the house. Are you kidding me? You go down that path and you get way out there. You don't go to the bathroom in the house. I think about going to the bathroom in the house all the time. I think about that. For thousands of years, you would never think about doing that. You know you can't read after dark? There is a reason you can't. There's a reason you can't read after dark, can't see. There's a reason you can't fly. 
for a thousand years, people tried to flap their arms. Terry and I, we're into watching hummingbirds. Boy, and I'm practicing, trying to get my... There's a reason I can't fly. There's a lot of reasons you can't go to the moon and walk around. Lot of, wasn't that neat having the guy that walked on the moon stand right here on this stage? There's a lot of reasons you can't go to the moon and walk around. I think about stuff like that. You can't go underwater for hours and breathe. Are you kidding me? Stupidest thing I've heard there. Well, I'll tell you the reason. The reason is you can't go underwater. Well, the reason is. See, you can't talk to somebody a thousand miles away. The reason is you can't yell that far. Well, I can tell you right now. The reason is. See, going to, man, let's go to the moon walk around. No, the reason is you can't go. Aren't you glad today that somebody didn't say the reason is? Boy, at three o'clock in the morning, I'm really glad. Especially when it's raining. Aren't you glad that somebody didn't do what you and I do every day, all day long? Well, the reason is, the reason is, why not? well, the reason is, and pointing the finger and talking about what somebody didn't do and they never called me back and I was waiting on them. See, there is a reason. There's a reason there's no air up on the moon. My car run out of gas before I can get there and there's no gas stations in between here and there. There is a reason you can't go to the moon. But somebody didn't find a reason not to. They found a way to make it happen. And here's where we are today. Here's where we are today. A person that won't change is doomed where they are to never get their prayers answered. I hate it that your mom did this or that. I hate it that gas is doubled. I hate the fact that plywood is quadrupled. But church, don't live what the reason is. Don't li- it's just where we are. Now, I hate it. I hate it. I was buying plywood for $19 and now paid $80 a sheet. That wasn't fun. And I hate it. But I'm not going to live my life with the reason is. I've got a two-fold challenge for us today. In your everyday practical life, stop having there's a reason is. I can't do this. And in your spiritual walk, stop having there's a reason is that I can't do this and let's get it done. Come on, let's roll up our sleeves and get it done. Yes, you're trusting God for a job, but you're also going and passing out resumes and knocking on every business in town that has a hiring sign up. I want the members of this church to know, absolutely, God loves you. He reaches out to you right where you are, but he's not ever going to pat you on the head and say, you're okay, stay where you are. God calls us to change. Why don't we? Why don't we change? Well, the reason is. The reason, why aren't we getting what we're praying for? Well, the reason is, and here you go. As one of the pastors of this church today, I I want every member in here, I want you to possess what you're praying for. I want you to get an answer to that. Now, I want you, whatever it is today that you're praying for and asking God for, I want you to have that. And to walk in that. But here's what you got to know. To do that, you're going to have to change a lot about what you're doing, the way you're doing it, and how you're doing it. I know everybody in here thinks, Pastor, that was a great message. I sure hope so-and-so heard it. Today, let's all work on opening ourselves up for God to change me. God changed me. Here's where we are. Here's the day and time we're in. Here's the price of plywood and gas. Here's the situation we're in. Now, God, I'm walking in what you have for me. I'm walking in what you have for me. I'm going to accomplish what you have for me to accomplish.
2 Corinthians 3.18. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. This is our life as a Christian. More and more becoming like him. Church, we're being changed into his image. And let's just for all of us, no more, no more take it out of your vocabulary. No more the reason is God changed me to be like you. Y'all stand. Lord, today we're grateful to you for your word, for your direction for our life. And Lord, we're going to prosper. We're going to live in the life. We're going to live the life that you have for us. We're going to experience what you have for us to experience. We're going to see our prayers manifest. Now, Lord, help us as we change, as we make and do and live life different than we've been. God, we put off the old, we put on the new, and we become more like you. Direct and guide us in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. You've been listening to the CMC Podcast. For more information about CMC, our different conferences, Christian school, college internship, resources, and more, go to cmchurch.com.